Welcome to the No Negations Podcast, a faith-based podcast that connects real-world situations and thoughts to scriptures to strengthen you. On this episode, we discuss spiritual warfare and how the spiritual can affect us in the physical. Let's dive into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the No Negations Podcast. Daryl D. Sullins Jr. is here. Ayla Sullins. And DS Ninja is in the house. Let me put my phone on vibrate. Go stand in the corner. Yeah. (laughs) We had that discussion prior to. I had to watch that. I was watching that video, so I had to take it off so I could hear it. Oh, Oh, look. You just put your phone on vibrate. No, I was checking to make sure that I had it. I have it. I I I seen you click it. No. Well, we did another mic switch. (laughs) Ayla got the sucky mic this time. (laughs) I've had the sucky mic. I am used to the sucky mic. It's fine. But you like it. So it's like. Whoever said I liked it? You did. You both are the ones that said I like it. I never said I want that one. We bought it. We're like, this is for Ayla. (laughs) Well, I I say it like, because we don't want it that bad. We're like, oh yeah, Ayla likes it. You guys decided for me. <laughs> oh man! But let's get this out the way. How was your weeks? My week it was it was good. My week was good. Things are happening. Why? Uh, it's just growing. I mean, things are happening. Uh, we're making progress. Like I got what? a chance to talk to an old friend of mine. Which is uh, who? <laughs> <laughs> I got a chance to talk with three times national champ and fellow Hall of Fame inductee Kevin Chill Hurd and right. Billy Blanks, uh, the creator of Tybo. Wait. We did an interview uh, with him. Okay, yeah. All right. I listened to the interview. I watched mm-hmm. it. It's on YouTube. How in the world did Billy Banks Blanks jump up and kick a basketball hoop? Man, it was crazy. We in the gym before a tournament. And he's jumping up, you know, warming up and stuff. And then he took a couple of steps, jumped up, and raised his foot straight no, up. Yes, There's he did. No way. <clears throat> we need to get Billy Blanks on here. So after you listen to this podcast, make sure y'all tag mm-hmm. Billy Blanks because we need to get him on here. Because I need him to explain to me how he possibly did that. He's on Instagram and he already committed to coming on the No Get No Negations podcast because sure? he's a Christian. Are you sure? I am positive. You're- Look at the video on YouTube. He says it on the video. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember. Let's get it in writing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Blank. And, and you know, um, it was it was great because we had a chance, and I know it was refreshing for him not to discuss just movies and things like that, stunts and mm. all that, which he's all done. Yeah. But he got a chance to talk karate yeah. and talk about tournaments and that. Can I ask you a question? Yes. <laughs> all right. So... If you and Billy Blanks got in a fight, who will win? Oh my gosh, terrible! Wait, I don't don't tell me that didn't cross your mind. <coughs> you can't say it. Anymore. But let's ask that question maybe later after he's already on the show. I'm gonna ask it both times. Okay. Because I'm I want I want him to say him now, and then when Billy come on, I want to say Billy. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's, he's that spiritual warfare. Right? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good plug. But we gotta go to Ayla. Ayla, how was your week? Um, it was good. I started my new job. I really like it. They were super nice. Um, the the little girls were sweet. So yeah. you, you got a 
you got two little girls? Yeah, That's two little girls. Mm. Uh, Are two... you going to make them cry too? <laughs> <laughs> Verbal abuse. <laughs> no. Don't say that. Don't say, I got to leave you. I got another job. No. <laughs> oh. Oh. That was not an easy decision. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, man. Daryl's hurting for me right now. <laughs> um. No, but I, they're they're really sweet. I really like them. I just bumped the mic. Sorry. Oh, I thought that was me. Okay. No, that was me. Um, but yeah, and that made for a good week. And this weekend has been good. We went on a hike yesterday. Rico oh, jumped in the river, and Daryl jumped in the river because he flew the drone into the river. Listen, okay. How am I supposed? Okay, so when you have a drone, right, you have to take into account wind speed. How am I supposed to know how fast the wind is going over a river? Like, I know there's water running. Okay, and all this but blah, that's, blah, blah. that's a very known thing. You just didn't know <laughs> it. Look at the tree leaves. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't, also, they you weren't bustling that, that, that in a circumstance where the river was going pretty fast, <laughs> that the wind is also following them. I don't need this abuse. Okay. <laughs> I took it yesterday when I jumped in the cold river. <laughs> To get the drone. You didn't get the dog out, but you got the drone out. No, Rico cool. Rico cool. Rico, Rico was on a leash. We didn't just let him go in the river because it was going pretty fast. I was too scared to do that. Which was crazy is like, so I set the drone. It was flying over the river. And then it just, I was like, uh-oh. And Ayla was like, you should bring it in. I'm like, I think you're right. So I tried to bring it in, but that wind kept pushing it. Hit a branch, boom, right in the river. And then Ayla thought it was gone. Like, cause the, mo- cause the water, it, was, the moving water was moving fast. pretty fast, uh-huh. and I thought that it, the current took it. Yeah, it looked like it was gone. So, but I was like, "No, nah, I'm gonna find it." You know, I started going in a hard head mode, and so so he dove in and he swimming. <laughs> no, I'm gonna find the stroke. That's that's not what. So I kind of trailed the river. My money. It was my money actually. I bought it for him. I kind of was like walking across the river, like down the banks of it, and then I saw it. I saw a little white part of it. I was like, "Oh, Ayla, there it is." And she just kind of looked, and her eyes got big, like, don't jump in the water. But I took my socks, took my shoes off. Yeah, and I ran over there because I'm like, well, the river's moving pretty fast. And, like, I don't know the pressure of it or how deep it is yeah. or whatever. And he just jumps in the water, yeah. and I'm sitting there with a, I'm having a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Like, and after he got out, I tried to play it cool, but I was like, yeah, she please going, don't do that ever She was going again. through some spiritual warfare. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, please don't do that ever again. Like... We've been married for six months. <laughs> I, told her, I, t- I told her you should have been happy because I got insurance. <laughs> you could have got this. It's a good investment. Huh? Four hundred dollars for a drone or whatever the insurance policy is. <laughs> I almost said it. Then I, I had to out trying to kill you. <clears throat> what is it again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so. Um, my week was good, I guess, but that's all I really need to say about that. Um, I got a new hat, and I was wearing a hat. I can't fit it over my headphones right now, which is kind of upsetting, but that's cool. But what we're talking about today is dealing with spiritual warfare. And I know this could be, I think this could be a possibly a tricky topic because sometimes we could be experiencing spiritual warfare and not necessarily know that we're experiencing spiritual warfare. Let me explain. So let me think. I think back on like my college, early college experience. And, then you know, you have some people who are like, I would say, of the world and doing different things. Oh, let's go do this. Let's do that. And then you have another group that's like, oh, like you can't like. 
think of God first, you know, put God first and, you know, you have to, you know, think a certain way. Um, <clears throat> the th- issues that I remember dealing with spiritual warfare was trying to decipher between right and wrong with doing things because of a worldly, because of the worldly crowd and doing things that God would ask, ask me to do. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Does that sound like a thing? Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. my yeah, my whole point is that is so as far as being believers in Christ, how do we decipher and understand when we may be going through a certain battle? Whether it's like what I explained or or something that you're going through, how do we know and how can we decipher when we're going through a spiritual warfare? What does that feel like for you guys? I feel like I started to know when I started reading more and getting to know God a little bit more and that mm-hmm. and asking for discernment as well. Um, that's when I started to actually, I think, notice when I was going through spiritual warfare, but I definitely didn't notice before that. Um, I just thought it was, I don't know, part of life. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was like part of my life. Like just having rough times? Yeah, just having these rough times or... For uh, you, was it like a different feeling when you were in that moment? So like... Oh man, my fist drowned. Oh, that's sad. Versus, <laughs> wait, no. that was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, I suffered. Um, I never was diagnosed, but I was about to. Mm-hmm. I was about to go and get diagnosed, but I suffered with um, um, big anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because you kind of were there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I thought maybe I could have possibly had something else, and I was like at the point where I was gonna go see somebody for it mm-hmm. um and so we have a stigma on that stuff you know we talk about mental illness and everything but after I, w- I was going through all of that and it was a pretty bad period and i um got prayed over mm-hmm. um and it really helped lead me in into my journey with christ but um it relieved some of my anxiety and, and depression at that time so I just thought that that was amazing and that's when I kind of started learning a little bit about spiritual warfare and it comes in many forms mm-hmm. but that was just my personal experience at that time so when you got prayed over was it just enough that you got prayed over or was it something that you had to change mentally uh, your mindset after? yeah I had to change um well I got I got prayed over and then it made me question a lot of things mm-hmm. um because I did feel this like weird relief after I got prayed over, um, and so it made me question, like, should I keep doing stuff like that? Should I pray? Yeah. You know, at that point, I wasn't, uh, I, I hadn't accepted Christ fully. Um, I felt a draw towards God, but I hadn't accepted Christ into my life. So mm-hmm. uh, it made me question it and made me go towards God. So what, like, what helped you, I guess overcome that anxiety like what different things did you start doing to overcome that so like i know you say you got prayed over and then you you know you started then you started praying more but like what other things were you doing to help combat i stopped feeding into the belief that i was suffering from mental illness Mm -hmm. um and i know that could be a little controversial because it is a very real thing that you're feeling in that moment Mm -hmm. but um i i stopped kind of feeding into that so it stopped feeding the wrong things if mm-hmm. that makes sense which is like what feeding those thoughts that come with depression oh. and anxiety and the worry that i was feeling instead of 
falling into that worry yeah. and kind of because the way it would go is like oh i start to worry right and then that worry starts to overcome me and it has physical things that happen to you like your body has a physical reaction mm-hmm. to that stress that is on it mm-hmm. and so i would just feed into that worry and that cycle and it would get worse and worse and worse mm-hmm. and then I might, i'm having physical reactions to my stress levels and so what i stopped i practiced not feeding those things Mm -hmm. i started trying to feed on the word of god if that makes sense oh i see like we we started the bible study i i came to you during that time and i said i don't know daryl i just need something um and you were like okay like what can we do let's start a bible study so we started bible study we were doing bible bible studies a couple times a week and then we would also sometimes get on your dad's Bible study for questions that we wanted answers. Which and... was absolutely terrible, by the way. <laughs> 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 but we started on that. And then, um, so I started feeding on that instead of feeding my worry, my anxiety, my depression. There would be times where I would just call off work because I just didn't feel like getting out of bed. And I didn't have a particular reason for being sad. Mm-hmm. I had no particular reason for being upset. I just had this feeling overcome me that just was hard. It was hard to take that off. Mm-hmm. And I had nowhere to go with it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what a lot of people feel. Um, and that's why they go and get, you know, ha- try to get help. Yeah. Um, but I can say that my help came from from God. Um, Dang, Ayla just... A time stomped on my story and my experience. <laughs> no, but I think that it's such a thing now. We're talking about it more <clears throat> in in our like generation. I think is yeah. talking about it more, being more open about their experiences. Um, but my experience that that was my experience with spiritual warfare. Now there's other things too, like you know you go through like short periods of time. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, temptations that come or something like that. But, yeah, that was my big experience, I think, with spiritual warfare at that moment. And then when I started praying and giving those things to Christ, instead of kind of falling into, I would say, what the enemy was giving me, Mm -hmm. um, I saw a change. That was my story. So, y'all were real silent. Yeah, because... I wasn't expecting, <laughs> like I was not expecting that. What? Well, okay. Right. When when you th- when you think about when you hear spiritual warfare, um, you can say spiritual realm, because in the realm of the spiritual, which is the unseen, the stuff that we cannot see, there's things that's going on, and a lot of times in in talking about spiritual warfare. Uh, we imagine God against Satan. Mm-hmm. They're not equal. Yeah. And there's nothing that he can do, nor his minions can do without God's permission. permission. You see that from the book of Job, where he goes to God twice, yeah. uh, along with the angels. Mm-hmm. And he used to be head of worship, but he wanted to receive the worship that God received. And so he wanted to exalt himself over God. So he was kicked out. A heaven along with a third of the angels and so he was cast to earth and it's you see this move counter move 
all the time. And so what he's trying to do is upset the apple cart. And so what happens in the spiritual falls over or spills over in the physical. And so the things that we see going on in the physical is a result of the spiritual. Now, by him choosing us, sanctifying, which means set apart us for his kingdom, he's given us and assigned angels to minister to us, to help us in certain times and certain needs. The challenge we have in today is because we're not relying on the spiritual help mm-hmm. in the midst of the physical. Yeah, we're relying on our physical self. Right, and we're using the weapons of the world to try to battle those things instead of using the spiritual weapons. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why faith is considered a spiritual gift. Um, because that is that is, I don't even know the words for it. But like having something in front of you that you see something that's like a problem or you're a feeling and then saying like, no, I'm not going to let this overcome me or I'm not going to let this situation overcome me. That is some I don't even know how exhausting. to well, yes, yeah, it's, it's exhausting, it, but I don't go back and forth. Like, I feel like with you and me, we're very different. Like, I believe that one of your spiritual gifts um, is faith because you've never from the time that I've known you, at least, questioned anything. Well, that's because... Oh, you question things with me. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> I may... I will question it. Like, I will question things. Or I may have a situation where I'm like, okay, I don't know, or get worried. But me, personally, I never... I don't really allow that to overcome me. Like, I don't... Because it's, I think it's because of my situation growing up. Like, I was constantly told, you know, I wasn't this and that. I was too small. I wasn't smart enough. That type of stuff. So, when it came to, like, after after playing football and then going through the things that, um, going, to things, going through the things I went through playing football, I said that, uh, to myself, I made a vow that I would never be in a position to feel that way again. Like, I could have left more out on the table. So, when it comes to situations like, oh, I don't, I'm not sure how, where this is going to go or... Uh, these people said this. I don't let that bother me because me, I know if I'm I'm a child of God and I and I have a faith and I believe in God that God is going to direct me where I needed to go. And so when it comes to making decisions, I don't like I may have a a, a sense where I'm like, oh man, I don't know how this is going to go, but I just go because I know God is going to use me the way that He's designed because He said it. So, see when here's what I what I've come to understand is that. Satan is in the spiritual realm along with God and his angels and the demons and all that. And he wants to stop God's plan. And even like in in my marriage, we have some very rough times. I mean, it's got to a point where it was like, you know, are we going to make it, you know, in arguments and, and things like that. But I know that he influenced stuff. You look at God sent man to earth. Satan calls man to sin. Mm-hmm. Because he's trying to upset the genealogy and, and what's taking place in God's plan, and then he caused he caused um, uh, Adam to sin, Adam and Eve to sin, and then he caused uh, Cain and Abel conflict. And then then God countermove and bring on Abel. I mean Seth. You know, it's always this when things go wrong, God has a ram in a bush. Mm-hmm. That type of thing. And so on understanding that when challenges come in my marriage, that's a spiritual attack because God ordained marriage 
because it's the likeness and the image of him. Mm-hmm. And so if he, if I understand his ways and he's trying to break up the marriage so he can maul God's image, I need to act a certain way and understand that tactic. That's a spiritual thing happening. So I need a spiritual weapon or a spiritual shield. Mm-hmm. That's why I said, put on the full armor of God in Ephesians. Mm-hmm. And, but we're putting on the weapons, the full armor of this world. Yeah. So before you was the theology, the, the old, whatever you want to call whatever the I'm word is. I'm not a theologian. The, before you was the, the before you was the, uh, pterodactyl of the. <laughs> what? Before you was, <laughs> before you was the trigonometry of the Bible. <laughs> what, Daryl? <laughs> That's what I do when I can't get words right. I just whatever word pop in my head, that's what I say. Um, doesn't do well on stage, but we saw. <laughs> oh my heart again! But uh, before you really got into the Bible and got an understanding of like why God put us here on the earth and how God deals with things, how did you deal with potential spiritual warfare? And spiritual warfare, do you think, is that something for like only Christians to experience or can someone that who doesn't believe experience spiritual warfare? Well, you have to understand if it's a spiritual thing. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, it says the man without the spirit cannot understand the the things of God. Therefore, if they're not, uh, a follower of Christ having accepted Christ, they can't use the spiritual weapons. Yeah. You know, and so prior to me having a relationship with Christ, I definitely used the weapons of the world and had the attitude of that. If I get ticked off so much, I'll quit or put you out of my life or just discard you, discard you or may even got physical with you prior to that mm-hmm. because that's what I knew in my defenses. Yeah. You know, physical defense. And so that's where I operated. I operated in flesh. And don't think that I don't won't happen now. Because although I'm a follower of Christ, the old Daryl gets up every morning with the with the spiritual Daryl. Yeah. And so that can still happen. We always have the flesh part yeah, of us. You, yeah. it's, it's a constant <clears throat> battle. I think that's important. Because when you think about spiritual warfare, a lot of times... Um, from what I've seen, people try to fight spiritual warfare with physical. So, mm-hmm. like, instead of taking it to the Bible or praying and, and talking to God, they may do stuff like yoga or let me go out on a jog, you know, the stuff like that. And I think when it comes <clears throat> to spiritual, you got to fight it with spiritual. Is that is that right to assume? Yeah, we, we're right in a war. It's a war, but it's the war of the physical, the spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, an invisible war which affects us in the physical realm. Yeah. And, and we're influenced, you know, from the spiritual side. And Ephesians six twelve says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. But we really have to study and meditate on that to understand what that means. Mm-hmm. Because you look at what's happening today, um, how we battle into disease, the COVID. You know, we're relying on the government, we're relying on masks, we're relying on vaccines and all that. And God's given us something called the immune system. Here we go. You know, <laughs> and so how you how you battling racism today? Mm-hmm. You know, people are protesting, they're separating, they're fighting, they're rioting, they're doing all that. Mm-hmm. And God given us 
spiritual ways to deal with that. But we're not going to that. Some may go to that, but is that our focus? That's one thing I was reading about this morning was the difference between um, a spiritual battle, worldly battle, and the battle within. So when I hear about like rioting and doing and protesting, mm-hmm. that's would that be that be a worldly battle? So how do you deal with like? Can you deal? Can you okay? So you know how I said that when you have spiritual warfare, you have to deal deal with the with the spiritual. Mm-hmm. If you have a worldly, worldly, if you have an onomatopoeia, Daryl, <laughs> what? That's not the right word. <laughs> if you have a worldly battle, can you fight that with a spiritual battle? Sure. I mean, you you see the battle in the scripture of Gideon, and and you see when in, in Kings when they went to battle, God said, "Go here." Yeah. And he said, "The battle was not yours; it's mine." Mm-hmm. And when he get when they got there, they arrived there. They saw the enemy had killed themselves. He caused a confusion. And yeah. God can fight the battle, but then He allows us to do some things that will bring us closer to Him and have to depend on Him. Yeah. I think that's where. It get, were you about to say something? No, I'm just gonna say a lot of people actually during all of this. If we're talking about the riots and everything, mm-hmm. during all of that, look down on those that were talking about praying in that moment Uh that spiritual part but if you understand the belief of christians in that moment is that god is bigger than whatever is going on here and that spiritual warfare that's going on in the heavenly world is reflected in the worldly Uh and so you see all of these things going around you and the first thing that at least i want to do is pray Uh because i understand that god is so big that he can influence anything and in that moment, yes, there are, are things that maybe because we have people that live without the spirit, there are physical things that have to be done. Mm-hmm. But we really, as Christians, have to do our diligence and, and pray to God about these matters. Well, see, I'm not always there. <clears throat> and, and when certain things happen, I go to prayer. Not initially because I'm human. My human side takes over mm-hmm. and I get ticked off. Like if something was to happen to you guys, um, my first thing is not to go to the word or, or pray yeah. sometimes. I want to get you out. Mm-hmm. And like you say, if you guys was to get arrested, you know. Lilo. You know. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 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 Why me? What? I don't know. I'm not getting arrested. Just think. If you guys got arrested arrested for something and you're before a judge, I'm not really looking for justice. I'm looking for mercy. Mm. You know? I want to get you out of that. But if somebody does something to us, now we want justice. We don't want mercy right off. You see what I'm saying? That's the spiritual things. And we have to understand that thing between justice and mercy. And we get that confused sometimes because, like I said, if somebody does something to me, I want justice. But when it, when I do something, I oh, want mercy. mercy. Dang. Yeah. You know what's crazy? I, and I know this is wrong. And I know this is wrong. <clears throat> and I feel like I, I, I'm going to say that I feel like that a lot of people do this, too, is like when we see things like that, my first thing is not necessarily praying it's not necessarily going out mm-hmm. and writing it's like oh god will handle that mm-hmm. but it's still not me doing my part as a christian to pray and ask god for different things i just say god handles that i think that's a wrong way of thinking yeah it, it could be because we know 
And, and you hear, my God is a loving God. Yes, that is true, but he's also a God of obedience. Yeah. And he wants us to obey and to rely on him. And because everything that happens in this world, I don't react according to scripture, according to the way he wants me to. Yeah. Because you, the human side of me takes over. You definitely have it. I'm going to give you an example. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you going to give an ex- my example. <laughs> when the riots happened in the summer, oh, I did not. I was not the model Christian. I was not. Um, and it wasn't like against the riots it, it was, it was kind of backlash from the riots that made me upset yeah what people were saying about yeah, it what yeah what people were saying about it. and then you go online and you read all these comments and you see comments that anger you kind of from everywhere yeah, yeah. you know and i'm like <clears throat> sitting there like and i am going through spiritual warfare because i can feel it yeah. i can feel it that <laughs> anger bubbling up and then me trying not to react and daryl was there yep, during this I was, whole thing i was feeling ayla's anger too <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's like, the, did you see what this person said on Facebook? Yeah. Oh man! Yeah, and the, and the anger starts bubbling up. But then that spiritual, like the the Christian spiritual side of me, is like, oh, you need to yeah. come back down to an even level. But then that battle between flesh and spirit is so real, and you can feel that like going back and forth. Like I know I'm not supposed to be doing this, but I'm still feeling it, and yeah. like the reaction, and I reacted. In my flesh, not my spirit. Mm-hmm. Well, look at the the method that's that's being used. You have professing Christians, and then you hear things like white evangelicals. Yeah, they doing this. Generalization. Right, and yeah. they supposed to be Christians, and they doing this. Now you have a gap, a schism between professing Christians mm-hmm. based on ideology. Uh, 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 identity. Hey, just, identity. Hey, when you mess up, just throw a random word. Just throw a random word in there. Uh, <laughs> I'm in the <another> pillow. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't you even know, a word. But you know, we're separating by identities. Yeah. And that's not what God says. He yeah. says, you know. They'll know that they're followed by the love you have for one another. And that's one of the issues I have with this whole thing. I don't want to go off on a tangent on this, but, like, that's what I felt like. Like, when people were protesting, there was people that was pro-protest, and there was people that against protest. Right. Now, when another group protests, them same people, like, they flip sides. Like, and Well, it's, yeah, it's a consistency for me. Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, stay consistent. And that's actually one of the things, if we're talking about this the current state of the world Mm -hmm. we you know had that person that went into that spa Mm -hmm. and you know killed all of the asian yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. the uh, people of asian um descent there and so you have Mm -hmm. racism on that part and half of the people that were speaking out against like the things going on with the black community did not like half the people on my feed let's just say that not Mm -hmm. in the world on my feed the ones that were speaking out for the black community we're not speaking out for the asian community mm-hmm. and i'm like this is the same type of hate crime that you're so passionate about just yeah. with another person with somebody that doesn't look like you and we need to be equal in that sense yeah it's just a whole bunch of contradiction and hypocrisy i think because yeah. even like okay so i've seen people on the other hand protest saying like oh, these people rioting they're thugs they're doing this and that and then when another group protests and riots the oh Capitol. no that's so it's okay. Yeah, like, the they don't, building. I've seen <clears throat> numerous videos of talking about, oh, these people are doing this, these people are doing that, but nothing said on... Uh, but I'm talking on both sides. Like I'm yeah. not saying one or the other. I'm talking about on it's both sides. It's just in general, the human, the human 
it's the world yeah with well, the people without <clears throat> you know the spirit and people with the spirit that are falling into the flesh yeah. and, and that's the warfare that we have i mean even deeper than that when you can a person can can point blank shoot somebody in the head mm-hmm. or chop off the the chop a person up or kill an unborn baby and all that stuff and you see in scripture where they were sacrificing their kids Mm -hmm. you know to gods and stuff that's a spiritual thing that's a spiritual influence Mm -hmm. and the person without the spirit that means really nothing to them Mm -hmm. yeah you know because then at at some point your conscience has to come in yeah if you don't have the spirit and so that's all that is spiritual warfare. And, and the Bible said things will be worse and worse. Yeah. They will wax worse and worse. And that's things because the things that we 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 held that to be a cross in the line is no more that today. We'll see it on television where you see things you never saw before. Mm-hmm. All that is spiritual warfare because those who've been called by God and been given the word given given a spiritual gifts are not standing up because the person that they identify with have that belief so they don't want to talk against that because they yeah. agree with that yeah. person mm-hmm. yeah they standing up on the things they want to stand up on and god has given us so many examples in scripture by the israelites going in captivity because they didn't stand up for so that. question is it better just to stay quiet on everything versus picking and choosing what you stand up for no, I think you, you mm-hmm. when you hold on biblical principles, mm-hmm. what God has done in the New Testament with Jesus is let everybody identify as as one. Yeah. Um, I think when we view the world the way that God will view the world, mm-hmm. it, then that's when we can move forward yeah. in unity. But, but the thing is not everybody has the spirit. Is it for us to address someone who we know proclaims the... <laughs> Proclaims to be Alamama Peter. Yeah, (laughs) I'm struggling today. Maybe because I don't have my hat on. But um, who proclaims to be a Christian? Is it up to us to, you know, come to that brother or sister in Christ and be like, "Look, I see you speaking out on this. I see you not speaking out on this, and you're saying that you're in God, and everyone's one." Is it for us to say that, or if anything, like not necessarily towards speaking out, but anything that may have to deal with spiritual warfare, is it for us to speak out to? Yeah, we, we're supposed to be an example, and, and we are our brother's keeper. If I'm doing something outside the boundaries of God's word, mm-hmm. uh, 1 Corinthians 5, uh, 12 and 13, he said, Paul said, what business is it of mine to judge those outside the church? Mm-hmm. God will judge those. Mm-hmm. Judge those inside the church. Mm-hmm. And so you have every right to come to me if I'm outside the boundaries of God's word, whether it's physical, spiritual, political, or whatever, mm-hmm. to bring me back in right standing with God. Mm-hmm. And our life, the way we live, is supposed to be the example yeah. of Christ. But like I said, we're all in the flesh. That's why we need fellowship. Mm-hmm. That's why the separation of those that profess to be in Christ is not a good thing. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. That's not a good thing because yeah. we're one in Christ. One body, one baptism Mm -hmm. in Christ. And so we need to talk. But society is telling us, and that's the spirit influence the physical, saying if they don't agree with you, don't talk to them. Mm -hmm. And and also society saying, oh, this is popular right now. Yeah. 
let's include this in our faith now. Yeah. So, Dad, back in the fifth grade, I went over to my friend's house, and you told me to be back here at 8 o'clock, and I came back at 8.01, and I got in trouble for that. I am speaking out to you now because that wasn't fair, and I haven't seen anything in the Bible that says being a minute late was pro- was problematic. Well, you weren't the- obedient to your parents. Oh, no. <laughs> no. And, and, and do you want fair or you want justice because it wasn't fair christ went to the cross for our sins <laughs> if it won't justice we wouldn't be here i gotta say this i hate you both <laughs> <laughs> one but one minute though dad really? one minute literally ayla, ayla really literally. Mine, darren did the same thing eight oh one no. yeah and i walked through the door where were you at because i wasn't there when he asked me to i still was disobedient to him I was like, I, what if I had a, what if I tripped and fell and I had to shake it off? Why know? didn't you leave earlier? <laughs> <laughs> so, so in other words, when Uza and and when with David, they were they were carrying they were had the ark on the on the cart. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The ark stumbled. Yeah, and the ark failed. began to fail, and he reached right, out and touched right, it, yeah. mm-hmm. and God struck him dead because God said, "Don't touch the ark." Blah blah blah. Okay. Even though his intention was good, right? Right. He had good intentions. Yeah, meant to catch it, but not to. David was upset, wouldn't even go around the ark. But he told David, he told them to carry their ark, not to put it over there. Is this a better example? So I told you we was gonna be here at one today. We came at one thirty because I ate a little to be late. <laughs> oh, you sound like Adam now, the woman you gave me. <laughs> Is that better? <laughs> I'm like Ayla. Like, you, you the man. I'm like, I'm like Ayla. Come on. I'm going to be there at 1 o'clock. Okay, I'm going to take a quick shower. Okay. Hey, She's sweating. I am. It's kind of hot it's funny. it's funny because when we was going through that today, I'm like, I'm bringing it up on a podcast. I'm going to find no, a way. Didn't. I swear. In my mind, I was thinking, I was like, I'm going to find a way to bring this into the podcast. Vengeful. <laughs> Oh, fair and love and war. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, but, but look, I'm, I I actually enjoyed this one. Um, we covered a lot of things. We talked about spiritual warfare, how we personally deal with spirit, dealt with spiritual for, warfare, how we deal with it now, how God asked us to deal with it, and then how we can deal with it as a community. So those are my takeaways for today. Um, we talked about, we dropped a decent amount of scriptures in there too. So we talked about some stories from Job. Um, First Corinthians chapter two. Uh, Ayla brought up a scripture from Ephesians, Ephesians. chapter six, verse mm-hmm. twelve. I didn't bring in anything today. Wow! But yeah, go stand in the spiritual corner. <laughs> 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 but yeah, those are my those are my take. Well, I guess I didn't really say takeaway. Talked about what we talked about today. Um, but my takeaways today is well, always the. Seek God first <laughs> and trust in God, um, especially when we're going through battles that we necessarily can't see, but we can feel, you know, we know that God is going to be there for us. So submit it to him versus trying to take it on physically and then having someone. Well, that was a bar. What? Good job. What happened? He wasn't finished. He was about to mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> you saved him. That's what I'm here for, to screw up good situations. <laughs> Okay, good. That well, was that was a good takeaway. Thank you. You're welcome. Ayla, you have a takeaway? No, that was it. No. I just uh 
and for those that's listening, I don't care how much you study scripture, how close you think you are to God, you can always jump in the physical and try to handle it Mm -hmm. in a physical way outside of a spiritual, um, using a spiritual shield or using the spirit to get by because we're human and we it's a, always a, a constant battle with that your flesh and your spirit and don't think that you cannot fall because you can mm-hmm. one of the um, who I think is one of the great apologists in combating um, academia versus scriptures and stuff uh, he fell he had a different life outside his Christian life that mm-hmm. wasn't in the in the boundaries of God. And so don't think it can't happen to any one of us. Why is my voice not deep? I don't know, Daryl. Like, why is yours so... <clears throat> why my... do you always bring up stuff? Like, right at the end of our stuff? <clears throat> it's like, coveting. We're at 40 that's minutes. Coveting. <laughs> we're at 40 minutes. And like, hey, but that's, like, why, that's why Paul said, be content. <laughs> but it's weird, though. Like, I'm his son. Like, we're, we're blood. But right? you, you have two sides that you're drawing So from. I got my voice from mom? You look like your mom. People you actually you, do kind of sound like your mom. My, wait, what? My voice is deeper. Hey, <laughs> hey, but be happy you don't have the hairline from that side. Yeah. <laughs> it's all bald hair. <laughs> we, we go to events and just we look like a whole bunch of milk duds. Just <laughs> 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 a whole bunch of shiny milk duds. Remember, you have two... Two family <laughs> genealogies and uh, uh, that you're drawing from DNA from, and yeah. you're gonna get some things. I, I mean, think my voice should be like an octave lower, though. I think it might be an octave too high. Well, yeah, go ahead. And what try difference to does it. it make? You can't sing yeah. anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> don't. <laughs> I was just about to sing. Get ready to tune up. Yeah, I was just, about to just. He saw me grab the mic, <laughs> but. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the No Negations Podcast. Look, I need you guys to do me a favor. I need you to go. I mean, you guys are what well, you're streaming it right now. Go down, leave a comment, and also like the podcast. Also, share it to somebody who may need this. So someone who, you know, may have a um, hard time figuring out what words they need to use. Just show share on this podcast because they're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, make sure you uh, uh, share, comment, and um, review this podcast. And also, we're doing something a little different. Um, we're taking on prayer requests. So at the end of our podcast, we're going to start doing a, a prayer um, based off of the, you know, the requests that we put out. Right? I said that right? Yeah. Or oh, based on what they send. Uh, if when they reach out to us, mm-hmm. uh, negations.com. Yeah. No, you can reach out to us through negations.com. Um through any of our social media platforms, which is on Instagram or Facebook, or you can email us at negations at gmail.com. Yeah, we will be praying for whatever situation you're going through. Yeah. We're praying for you. Yeah. We're not going to drop your name. Yeah. Ayla had something. Oh, no. It's okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, and like always, make sure you guys head over to Blended, located in Belden Village Mall. Um, 30 plus vendors were one of them. They got a lot of cool stuff in there. So make sure you check them out. They're actually expanding. They're getting a location in Toledo. Toledo. And then they have one in uh, Hartville. Hartville. So make sure you guys check out one of those three locations. Um, but yeah, 
a lot of good stuff coming great. Away. And especially our good stuff. Yeah, we got yeah. The, the new Seek God first shirts coming in soon. We got three new colors. So, yeah, make sure you pre-order that. So, that would be great. Okay. Boom. All right. Until next time. Deuces. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. <laughs>